And now, from the Kid Zone, it's Bedtime Adventures. 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 Hey, why is there an echo in here? Echo in here. Echo in here. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Because it's cool. Well, good evening and welcome to our episode tonight. I'm so glad that you joined us. Tonight, we shall feature part two of Bromadeer, the plant dragon. It's a very exciting tale indeed. I'm so glad that you're here. Are you ready? Well, let us begin then. And as you remember, with all good stories, we must start from the start, and we must begin from the beginning. Don't move, Jet, said the old man, pulling Jet behind him. That's good advice, Trelig. Unfortunately, it won't save him now. <laughs> Jet and the wizard turned around and saw three giant mountain trolls standing right behind them. They were extremely tall. About 14 feet high they stood, with gray skin. Each one was fiercely muscular, and they wore nothing but brown pants, which were ripped down by the knees, and each one of them had a rusty axe, which was strapped to their back with leather bindings. Their heads were bald, and their shoulders were hunched over slightly, their knuckles resting on the ground as they stood in front of them. The biggest troll in the front spoke, your time is up, wizard. We have you surrounded. Surrender at once and hand over the Bromadeer seed, or we shall crush you into dust and feed you to our hounds. Strelig stood silent for a moment. He closed his eyes, and Jet noticed that the black stone on top of his staff began to glow a soft blue color. I'm sorry, but I will not be able to comply, troll. What did you say, old man? Growled the troll, visibly angry, drool dripping from his bottom lip. I will not comply, repeated the wizard. And then the biggest troll ripped off his axe from his chest, and with one swift movement of his giant arm, he cut down a massive oak tree which stood next to him, and the tree crashed into the woods behind him. Now, you old codger, I'm going to tell you one more time. Hand over the seed and surrender, the troll said through gritted teeth. But Strelig stood firm, staring the troll in his eyes. The black stone on the top of his staff was now glowing a very bright blue color, and all of a sudden, from up above, fell three giant nets on top of the trolls, trapping them. Strelig turned and waving his staff at the three dogs, all of them dropped to the ground asleep in a deep slumber. And suddenly, a small blue glowing lights could be seen floating from up above. They were fairies, and appearing above the trolls, began dropping large stones on their heads and causing them to fall on the ground in frustration and pain, getting more and more tangled in the nets. Come, 
Let us go swiftly, Jet, said the wizard, and the two ran from the scene and were soon deep into the woods far away from that danger. You called the fairies with your staff, didn't you? I saw the black stone growing a blue color, Jet remarked. I did, my child. It was a necessary act in such a predicament. Trust me, Idriel would approve. Idriel was the queen of the woodland fairies, and Jet had seen her a few times before. Here we are, said Jet, and they came out into a clearing where there was an old small wooden hut with a stone chimney coming through the roof. Plumes of green smoke came from the chimney. It appears as if the witch is busy indeed, Strelig remarked as the two made their way up to the front door. Strelig tapped at the door with the bottom of his staff. A voice came from inside. Hello? That's a Strelig tap if I ever heard one. Is that you, old man? Yes, it is, witch. It is I and our friend Jet. Oh, my, what a treat. Please come in, won't you? And the door slowly opened towards the inside. The old man walked inside and Jet followed him. Inside the dark hut, Jet could see the normal things that were usually there. The old rickety wooden bed in the corner, Shelves lined the walls, covered with jars filled with weird things like newts and insect parts, various eyeballs, and different powders and potions. In the middle of the room was a huge black cauldron which was bubbling loudly. Green smoke lifted from the cauldron and escaped out of a vent in the ceiling. There was a broom sweeping in the corner of the room, but no one was holding it. It was sweeping by itself, and two frogs walked back and forth on the shelves, dusting the various jars. An older woman in a black dress with her gray hair put up in a bun stood hunched over a thick old book, mumbling to herself. She stopped, looked up, and smiled. Well, well, what a delightful surprise. To whom do I owe the pleasure of two such handsome guests in my home. Chet, my dear, it's been so long. How are you, my child? How was your brother James and Jace? Hi, Miss Needles, Jet said, giving the woman a long hug. James is good. Jace is good, too. We all just started the new school year. Well, isn't that nice? And there you are, my old friend from the north. How are you, Strelig? <sighs> you know how I am. I grow more tired by the day fighting this evil that we face. I fear our time is short. A party of Bortok's mountain trolls and their hounds followed me here, and they caught up with us in the forest. Idril's fairies were able to help us subdue them, but they will escape soon enough and be coming for us. Oh, relax, old man, sit. And waving her hand, two chairs slid out from underneath an old wooden table. Strelig and Jet both sat down, and the old woman clapped her hands twice, saying, Flip, flop, bring mugs. 
and the two frogs on the shelves stopped dusting, turned, and grabbing a mug from the end of the shelf, they hopped over to the table. Taking a big green bottle from out of the cabinet, the old lady pulled out a cork and poured a cold purple liquid into Jet and Strelig's mug. Bloop, 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 Drink. Rest a moment and catch your breath. So Strelig and Jet both grabbed their mugs and drunk deeply. The drink was cold and delicious. As it went down, Jet felt the energy return to his body. He felt new again, refreshed, whole, and ready for what come next. Thank you, Needles, said the old man without looking up. Then there was a knock at the door. My dear, I wonder who that could be, said the old lady as she walked to the door, opening it. Oh, my goodness. Well, hello, James. Hello, Jace. What a joy it is to see you, my dears. Please, come in and have a seat with us. What are y'all doing here? asked Jet to his brothers. And Jace responded by saying, Hey, Jet, we wanted to play Roblox with you, but we couldn't find you. So we followed your tracks into the woods, and eventually we decided to check here. Oh, I see. Thanks for coming to look for me. Hey, so this is Strelig. Strelig, these are my brothers James and Jace. And the old man looked up and nodded, but said nothing. Nice to meet you, said James and Jace, looking at each other awkwardly. Jet, my child, I trust that Strelig has given you the seed, said Miss Needles. Yes, ma'am, said Jet. The importance of this task that you are being charged with cannot be understated. If you fail to raise the bromadier correctly, we are all doomed, child. Only with the bromadier's help can we defeat Bortok and his forces and reverse the damage he has done to the rivers and lakes and forests of the four lands. Are you up to this challenge, Jet? Yes, ma'am, said Jet. James and Jace just sat there quietly, listening. She looked at Jet intently, as if wondering if he were capable of seeing it all through. And then she turned and grabbed a short, fat, empty bottle with a cork. And she pulled the cork, setting the bottle down, and grabbing a ladle, she dipped it deep into the cauldron and poured green, bubbling liquid into the bottle, filling it to the top and replacing the cork. My dear, this is a potion that will speed up the growth rate of the plant dragon. Place five drops a day into the soil before you water the bromadier. This will cut down on the time it takes to reach maturity. Drastically. Don't forget to use this potion and use it daily. And of course, take great care in tending to the plant. Do you understand? Yes, Miss Needles. Strelig took another drink from his mug, set it down, and looked at Jed and he said, You must go, now, before the trolls escape their nets and the hounds awaken. Take the seed and the potion and head through the forest as quickly and as quietly as you can. 
go to a safe spot that you can monitor and plant that seed today. Cover it with forest soil and place five drops above it and water it generously. Do not fail in this, do you understand? Yes, I do. One more thing, dear. Here, stand up, all three of you, said the old lady. So Jet, James, and Jace did as they were asked, and the old lady grabbed a jar from the shelf and unscrewed the lid. Reaching her fingers into the jar, she pulled out two orange crystals about the size of golf balls. With both of her hands above Jet's head, she crushed the crystals together in her hand, sprinkling orange dust on his head and shoulders and body. She repeated this with James and Jace afterwards. This should hide your scent and give you swiftness and stealth in your travels. Take great care in seeing this through. The four lands are relying on you. Thank you, Miss Needles. I will do this. I will not fail, said Jet. She smiled at him and gave them all a hug. You must go now, said Strayleg, standing up from the table, and he walked Jet to the door. And Jet looked up at him, saying, What if I need you? What do I do? Do your part. I will be there when the time comes. Stay focused and be strong. Get your brothers to help you. Now, go and be swift. Jet nodded, turned, and left with James and Jace. The door closed behind them. Birds chirped in the trees and a soft breeze blew. The weight of the task before him played over in his mind, and he looked around. The coast was clear, so he took a moment to explain everything that had happened to Jason James, and then he said, Let's go, follow me, and he ran towards the woods. His feet felt light, like air. He ran fast into the forest, and the branches and leaves sped by him as his feet followed the game trail. He had never run this fast before, or this quietly. James and Jace followed right behind him. Before they knew it, they had made it back closer to their house. Jet found a spot by a big lob lolly pine that he chose for the bromadier. He pulled the small leather pouch from his pocket and pulled the drawstring loose and let the seed fall into his palm. The seed was big and it was a red color. It pulsed inside his hand as if it had a heartbeat. Bim, 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 bim. Without pause, Jet fell to his knees and brushed the leaves aside and dug a shallow hole in the soft forest floor. There, he dropped the seed and covered it with soil. He then put five drops of the potion on top and taking some water from the creek, watered the area generously. Covering the area with leaves, the three headed home. Jet went up to the game room and cleaned up the mess he had left there, and then the three played Roblox together. The next day, they walked into the woods to check on the area. They were shocked to see a young sapling had already sprouted from the forest floor, and it was already up to Jet's knees. The bromadier plant blew softly in the breeze back and forth. Jet added five more drops of the potion and watered it heartily. He repeated the process day by day, tending to the plant very carefully with love, making sure to add the potion and the water. And by the second week, 
The plant had grown so large that it covered the entire area around the pine tree and was half as tall as the tree itself. It was amazing. Jet, James, and Jace approached the plant with the drops and the watering can. But before they could get close, the plant began to move, swirling around the tree and coming back down again. The front part of the plant then lifted itself off the ground and Jet saw two strong green legs with claws emerging from the leaves. And the plant slammed back down to the ground, showing a huge dragon head with glowing purple eyes. The beast detached itself from the tree and walked towards Jet where it bowed down before him. You've done well, my son. Now. The time has come for you to fly. Jet turned and saw Strelig standing right behind him with his staff in his hand. Surprised, Jet said, What? You want me to fly that thing? Hearing this, the dragon lifted his head, roaring, and shot fire into the heavens. The plant dragon has come to full maturity. And Strelik the wizard wants Jet to fly it? What? I don't think Jet was ready for this. What is going to happen next? I don't know. You'll have to tune in to part three on the next episode of Bedtime Adventures. Adventures, adventures.